This episode of Dirty Linen is proudly supported by Kookaburra, making it easy to start, run and grow a ready-made meals business. For more information, go to kookaburra.com. It's Friday. That means it is time for Friday on my mind. What is going to fall out of my brain this Friday, the 11th of February? My goodness, I'm glad it's Friday. I've had such a busy week, been writing lots of stories, eating lots of food and talking to lots of interesting and hungry people. So let's let's do this. This is what's on my mind. It is seven weeks until Victorians will lose access to net fishing out of Port Phillip Bay. This is a bad thing. It means we're not going to have access to local sardines. I'm really sad about that. This is an amazing and sustainable resource that people in Melbourne and Victoria should have access to. Uh, And Unfortunately, the wheels are grinding legislation that nobody actually seems to believe in too hard is um, going to be enacted and uh, people will lose their licences and we won't be able to get local sardines. There will still be a little bit of line fishing in the bay, um, which means there'll be snapper still, but, uh, yeah, delicious local sardines um, are going to be gone. It's, uh, it's, It's not as it should be. This is a sustainable resource and I'm really upset about it. So um, we've got a state election later in the year and hopefully one of the issues will be uh, local people's access to local seafood. I'll certainly be talking a lot about it. Uh, So there's a couple of things happening on Monday that we should touch on. One is that it's Valentine's Day, which I love to think of as Danny Valentine's Day, but I understand if nobody else wants to do that. I've just written a story that'll be in the Sunday Age about restaurants who are shaking things up a little bit for Valentine's Day, not really buying into the lovey-dovey stuff, which often makes for tense restaurants, (laughs) garlic-phobic diners, um, and yeah, a bit of stress. Uh, So there's restaurants that are saying, no, you don't need it. You don't need a date. You've been hanging out with your main squeeze for two years. Um, What you need to do is catch up with your friends, bring more of a group vibe and yeah, just have some fun with it. So I think that's really nice. I think um, it's more fun, more more fun in the restaurant, better vibes, and it's lovely to see businesses such as um, Bar Villanelle in Windsor, uh, Rice Paper Scissors in Fitzroy and the City. Just yeah, just making it more of a more about community and less about date night. Also on Monday, this is very exciting. Uh, Melbourne Food and Wine Festival will be releasing their program. I've had a sneak peek. It is. Bloody exciting. Uh, it's all embargoed, so I'm going to do the right thing and stay stum. But, um, yeah, I've written about it for Good Food. That'll be out on Monday. And all I can say is get excited. It's the 30th anniversary of the festival. There's incredible talent coming from overseas plus some amazing local events. It's just really, really fun. And congratulations to the team who've certainly had a hard couple of years with cancellations um, and heartbreak, but hopefully it's just going to feel even better when it all does roll out towards the end of March and into April. Uh, On Tuesday, I've got a cover story in Good Food about food trends coming out. And I think I touched on this last Friday, but um, 
it's been really interesting to think about what a food trend might mean at the moment. I think because people have been doing it so tough, there's a bit more of a there's a bit more substance to the trends and it's more about movements and changes that will really mean something for the longer term. So there's things like a, a, a real and authentic commitment to farm-driven menus and low-waste cooking is a really interesting one. Um, talking about the rise and rise of mushrooms uh, and, yeah, the the different ways that tech is coming into play in the restaurant space. So, yeah, hope you guys get to have a read of that. Uh, it's certainly been a lot of fun to think about what's changing uh, and, yeah, what we might encounter in the year ahead in, in restaurants. Uh, this Sunday's review is a Brutso lab in Epping, so north of Melbourne or in the north of Melbourne near near the wholesale fruit and veg market actually. Uh, it's, I think, you know, really indicative of the kind of restaurant that we're seeing so much in our cities at the moment, it, as in they're just in the suburbs and they're so, there's so much exciting food happening in places that, Lots of people live, but they're often not thought of as, you know, destinations for food and wine. I would say Abruzzo Lab is, I think, the only place in Australia um, doing Arrosticini, which are these special Abruzzese skewers um, cooked over a, a special charcoal grill and then served in terracotta pitchers. Um, mostly lamb or lamb's like the classic, but um, at Abruzzo Lab they do lots of different varieties. There's swordfish, there's liver and onion, there's uh, crumbed chicken, oh, there's pork. Oh, my goodness. It's it's a really fun restaurant, mostly open during the day, but they do Friday and Saturday nights, and I highly recommend you check it out. I think the reason that there are freeways in Melbourne is so that we can get along the ring road or, yeah, up and over the Balti Bridge and just discover the food that's in places where we might not live. Um, so, yeah, I'm heading out to another suburban restaurant tonight. Might not say what it is, but, um, yeah, definitely just so feeling the love for every corner of this great city of ours. Uh, I also just want to say I'm really excited and glad to welcome Kookaburra to the Deep in the Weeds Network as a sponsor. So Kookaburra is an online platform that helps um, people sell and deliver and administer ready-made meals to um, an audience. I've been working with these guys or not working with them but just been, uh, yeah, been I don't know what the story, what the word is, collaborating on various things with these guys. Since the start of the pandemic, when we helped get um, Andrea Vignali and his Al Dente business off the ground. Um, so yes, super, super cool business, really nice M Melbourne people. And it's great to be in cahoots with a Melbourne startup in this way. And uh, yeah, looking forward to help those guys bringing their great product to a broader audience. Um, and yeah, even though I'm obviously <laughs> clearly happy to do this podcast for zero dollars, uh, I think, um, yeah, there's definitely no shame in also enjoying getting um, a tiny bit of coin out of it. Um, it does take up a lot of time and it takes a lot of energy, which we all love giving and we all love putting in. But um, yeah, we also 
hope to make it possible for us to keep going with it by um, getting some, yeah, sponsors that align with our values and ambitions. Uh, also this week I've had cause to reflect uh, in I don't know, a profound way on what it is to go to a restaurant and to feel that real sense of hospitality. And, you know, that's because um, sometimes I suppose you experience things because of what they are and sometimes you uh, you consider things because of what they are not. And I guess what I'm perhaps cri- a little bit too cryptically saying is uh, I went to one restaurant that just it just didn't grabbed me, didn't fill me with joy, and then I went straight from there to another restaurant that really did. I'm not going to say what the first place was. Um, it's, you know, sometimes things are just a bit like that and um, it's, yeah, no no slight on the, any of the people involved or their endeavour. But what I will do is highlight the place that made me feel so alive, so in love with restaurants, and that is Hardware Club in um, in the city of Melbourne, uh, where Nicola Ducey and his really beautiful and beloved team, uh, just are so proficient in the heart swelling arts of hospitality. And you can check out my Instagram to see a photo from that night, uh, which I think just says a lot about the energy exchange that is hospitality when it's at its best, uh, how it can make us all feel more more human and I think even make us feel that the notion of being human is worthwhile, better than we sometimes think it might be, um, where we can really, it really helps us be our best selves. I think restaurants are profound spaces for um yeah, creating a shared sense of humanity and community. And I just think, especially as we've had so much time without restaurants over the past couple of years, I'm often having cause to reflect on how much they mean to me. And I'm so grateful to those people who are able to deliver me that joy. Uh, yeah, it's a bloody privilege to eat out. And I... I know I'll never, ever take it for granted again. Um, I'm not sure if you have had a chance to listen to all the Dirty Linen podcasts this week. I know um, there's a few of them, so, you know, you might have other things you occasionally need to do in your lives and listen to all of our podcasts, but uh, I'll just tell you what we've who we've chatted to. We started the week with Steph Wee, um, who works in Perth. Um, it was a really really important conversation and a, a tough one for her to have. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, I really, um, felt it too. Like it's a weighty conversation about, um, abusive relationships, about some of the dynamics in hospitality, um, particularly around misogyny and I guess chef bro culture and the ways that they can make the industry an unsafe place for women. So catch up on that one. I think it's a really important conversation and certainly something that we will be touching on from time to time. 
uh, on Tuesday, Huck um, had a producer's podcast. Every Tuesday we put up the producers on its own feed but also on the Dirty Linen feed where we chat to farmers, growers and makers from around the country. And I learned a lot about the uh, South American fruit achacha, which is fun to say, as well as, um, yeah, fun to learn about. So definitely recommend you catch up with that one. Uh Wednesday, we chatted to Nick Pollard up um, Lake Macquarie, Newcastle area. Nick's a French chef who worked a lot in Melbourne. I've certainly followed his career and enjoyed meals um, that he's made around the traps. And it was really interesting. For, you know, he told us his whole story. He talked about why he's up in Newcastle making um, shoe uh, pastries. Also spoke about his um, ADD diagnosis and how that helped a lot of uh, things fall into place for him and the people around him. So, yeah, really brave and revealing conversation and so nice to learn about this talented chef. Uh, yesterday we chatted to Simon Denton, uh, who's a really key figure in Melbourne hospitality and has been for more than 30 years. We talked to him about all kinds of things, but I think what's what's perhaps stayed with me the most is uh, almost like a, a bit of a history of um, Melbourne hospitality over the past few decades uh, and some of the reasons that he's opened and closed and changed restaurants. I think it's so instructive. Uh, it was really interesting to hear from Simon his perspective on being, you know, I guess one of the leaders in hospitality and what it's been like for him to lead uh, through this very challenging period. So that is what is on my mind this Friday. I wish all of you beautiful people a weekend that befits your beauty. I hope you have delicious things, really tasty things to drink. Uh, be kind, be hopeful, be happy, and I will catch you next week. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This is a Deep in the Weeds production.